Well, good morning and welcome to Better Life Church. We wanna welcome everybody who watched online. No matter if it's hot outside, cold outside, raining outside, or snowing outside, we are gonna be here to serve you in any capacity we can. So we wanna say thank you so much for joining us, no matter where you're watching from. We also wanna give it up for our campuses, man. Thank you guys so much there in Grayson. Uh, Pastor Aaron, God is using you guys in a mighty way to reach that region. And soon, hopefully really soon, we're gonna be one church in three locations where we're gonna be launching a campus there in the Ashland area. Super excited about that. Please join us and continue to pray for God to give us favor in this region because we really believe that God is up to something great. In fact, I believe that this is the year that we're going to have a homecoming, that people are going to start coming home and, and getting back involved and, and being part of the local church. In fact, that's what this series is about. You know, you've heard the statement about there is no place like, go ahead, fill in the blank for me. There is no place like home. And I really believe that there is no place like home. And for me, I think home is where your family is. So many people say home is where your heart is. That's okay. But so many people put their heart in the wrong place or your heart may lie to you. You know, for us, home is where your family is. And that's why we want you to be home. We want you to have a family, a spiritual family that you can call home. In fact, last week, I talked about the importance and the benefits of being part of a spiritual family, right? Being part of the church, the local church. You know, the church is not a building. The church is not an event. The church is not a place. The church is the people. Actually, we don't go to church. We bring the church to worship together at every location, different locations, literally across the world. And there's a reason why God wanted a family. There's a reason why God called us to be a spiritual group of people. In fact, the Bible says we're ecclesia, we're the called out ones. And when you look at the church, the church was like a temple. It's like a building. It's like a body. It's like a flock. It's like a family. Why? Because God united us so that we can continue on and carry the good news to all the generations that come behind us. And so last week we talked about the importance of being part of the family, the benefits of being part of a spiritual family. And here's the reality, we all need it. And God knew that, and that's why he created this great organization, if you wanna call it organization, right, to reach the world with the gospel. And so today I wanna talk about the importance of serving in your family. Just like a family, you know this, every family member has their responsibility. In fact, I'm still trying to teach that to my kids now. For all of us to have this certain responsibility, certain chores, certain things that you do so that we all can pitch in and fulfill the works, right, as a family. You know this. If you're parents and you have children, you try to teach your kids this. And the same way as children of God, we all, every one of us, have responsibility in the family of God. And so today I want to talk about some of those benefits. What are the benefits of you using your gifts, your talents to serve the local church that you're involved in? Now, if you're watching online or joining us from out of state or, or, or no matter where you are located, we're so thankful that we can broadcast this to you and use this as a supplement in your life. But I'm here to tell you, just wanna encourage you that that's okay when things are traveling or you're sick or you can't be here or for weather purposes, you can't be here. But you need to find you a local church that has a pastor who can shepherd you and help you and coach you and lead you and guide you and protect you because that's how God designed his church. So I'm so thankful for technology, but it doesn't replace the local church and the pastors that you need in your life to help you, coach you, and counsel you in times of need. You know, I'm reminded Paul writes here in Ephesians, and he says this, he says, he says we are God's workmanship. We're created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Don't miss that, to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. And you know what good works are? Good works is not just about being a good person. Good works in the context is ministry. 
God created us, all of us, to do ministry. In fact, if you look up the word servant and ministry, it's really, or minister, it's actually the same word. And here's the reality, we're all ministers. Every single one of us are ministers. Not everyone's a pastor, but every one of us are ministers. In fact, I, I wrote this down. Our life meaning, our life purpose, our life calling is to be a bivocational minister. What do you mean by that? You are to be a bivocational minister. You're like, uh, I thought you gotta be called that. You are called to be a bivocational minister. Like, what do you mean by that? That means that you could be a school teacher and a minister, a, a pipe fitter and a minister, a doctor and a minister, a banker and a minister, an electrician and a minister. It doesn't matter what profession, a stay-at-home and a minister, a stay-at-home mom and a minister, whatever it may be for you. We're all called in bivocational ministry. We're to carry out the ministry, no matter what pays us, no matter what our check comes from, that's just a job and a title, but we're to be bivocational in carrying out the good news. In fact, minister really means, when you think about ministering to people, it means to help others. It means to honor God with the gifts and the talents that he has given us. In fact, that is the ministry and the vision of Better Life Church, is to help people. We're to minister to people to serve people, right, to help people, what? Follow Jesus so they can experience an abundant life, a full life, a better life than they've ever dreamed of. So our ministry, our vision as a church family is to minister to people that would help them follow after Jesus. In fact, you can say it like this. Everyone who's been saved has been called to minister. If you've given your life to Jesus, and how do you do that? You confess your sins, you believe that God raised his son from the dead, the Bible says you will be saved. And the moment you're saved, God called you into ministry. That you're to minister to everyone around you, whether you're a teenager and it's at school, uh, you're a college student at college, at a workplace, at a bargain, doesn't matter. You're to serve and minister to the people around you. In fact, a non-serving Christian is an oxymoron. You know, they, they can't, they, they just don't go together. You know what an oxymoron is, right? An oxymoron is like jumbo shrimp, right? They, they just doesn't work. Or Louisville football. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding for all you football fans out there. Hang tight. Just calm down. Calm down. Right? It's an oxymoron. If you say you're a Christian and you don't serve, that just doesn't jive because God has called all of us to serve one another. In fact, we see this all the way through the scripture. So here's the question. What happens in my life if I would dedicate my life to serve the people around me? Well, let's take it a step further. What happens in my life when I dedicate myself to serve God through the family of God, the spiritual family he has placed you in? What, what, what benefits are in my life? Because here's the reality. You're not here by accident, and you're not here by mistake. If you call Better Life Church your home church, this needs to be a place, watch this, you put your roots deep down, you raise your family in, and you, you show your family, you show your children that you are serving God by serving his family through the local church. And so if, you're, if this is your home, come on. It's time to come home. It's time to be part of the family. It's time to start using your gifts and serve the family of God. Because the reality is 10% of, of church members, if you wanna put it that way, 10% serve the 90%. And that really, is really sad because that means most people are just consumers. They're just here just to consume and they don't serve. So I'm gonna share with you some of the benefits in your life if you will, if you will take it seriously and say, you know what, it doesn't matter what profession you do in life, right? If I'm gonna use my talents and my gifts to serve God through the local church, through a spiritual family, what benefits are they? And so here's some things I just wanna encourage you to take notes and you to write down. Here's the first one is this, that it will create joy in my life. That when you serve people, it will create joy 
an unbelievable amount of joy in your life. And I'm gonna be really honest with you, ministry's tough. In fact, some of the toughest things you ever be part of when you're trying to help people and serve people and care for people and, and some people want to respond and some people don't, some people walk away and some people leave and all this. And ministry is tough because life is tough. Ministry is messy. Why? Because people are messy. But there's nothing greater than the joy of knowing that you are helping other people follow Jesus, that you're helping people come to know Jesus. We have seen over 3,000 people give their life to Jesus since we launched Better Life Church. 3,000 people, and watch this, every single one of you who have served and contributed and you've done something, where it's changed the diapers, hand out a pen, park people in the parking lot, greet people, say hi to people, clean behind the scenes, prepared breakfast. Can we get it for the breakfast team right now who prepares breakfast for our team members on Sunday morning? Is that not amazing? Like every one of you have contributed and been part, and watch this, you will be rewarded by serving God through his family that ministers to other people. And so there's this unbelievable joy that comes from your life from serving. You know, satisfaction, or if you wanna say enjoy, doesn't come through, you know, having all the nice things. And that may make life easier, or climbing to the top of the corporate ladder and getting there. Where is joy really found in? It's found in serving other people. And why is that? Why is that? Because here's some things. When I serve people, it takes the focus off of me. It takes the focus off of me. It's not about me. It's about serving other people. That's why there's tons of people, hundreds of people who come on Sunday morning and they'll show up and they'll serve in our kids and our greeting in all the areas that we have and in the parking lot. When it snows, when it rains, they're out there trying their best to serve you and, and put on a beautiful, great smile to say, welcome. Just come just the way you are. We are so glad you're here. What does that do? It takes the focus off of me. And the moment you start saying, well, I don't wanna get up or I don't wanna show up or I don't wanna go and I don't wanna do this thing, it makes it about you. And God wants you to serve other people. In fact, Paul writes in Philippians 2, 17. He says, my life is being poured out as part of a sacrifice and service that I offer to God. Yet, watch this, I am filled with joy. Do you see this? I am filled with joy and I share that joy with you all as well. What filled Paul with joy? that he poured his life out to serve the people around him. And God wants the same for you. Let me tell you what fills your life with joy is when you serve someone. You know, I hear the stories all the time, like, like last week, I believe it was last week, and, uh, or it might have been the week, was it last week or the week before, I, I, don't, I don't quite remember, but one of the kids came into to big church, you wanna call it big church, in here in the auditorium, and they started hearing me talk about baptism. Actually, it was last week that when you're part of the family, you put the jersey on and show the world that you're part of the family by being baptized. That's the symbol, that's the family crescent, if you wanna say. You're part of the family. And so they went to the kids' ministry, and we have an unbelievable kids' ministry, and they, they started asking, hey, how do I, what do I need to do to be baptized? I wanna be part of the family. And one of our amazing, awesome team, team members was able to lead this little kid to the Lord. And this little kid gave their life to Jesus, and they're gonna get baptized at the end of this month. In fact, you should join them and get baptized as well. Is that not amazing? Now watch this. Every single one of you who have served to allow Sunday morning to happen, you are part of that little kid's spiritual decision. And go, watch this. Whose life will be changed, who will never lose their salvation, who was influenced. Now we can't save no one, we know that, but was influenced because of you. Does that not bring you joy? Does that not make it worth it when you gotta maybe get up early or show up or whatever may happen in your life? Does that not make it worth it? That's what I want you to come home to because God is using Better Life Church, watch this, to make an impact all over this region. And I feel like, listen, we're just now getting started, y'all. 
We've been 14 years into this. We're gonna celebrate the end of the month here, our anniversary. We are just now getting started to see the impact that God can have for our lives. So listen to me, don't be selfish. Be unselfish. And the more unselfish you are, the more joy that will flow through your life. You know, Paul writes to Philippians 4, it says, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. And let's see that you are unselfish and considerate in all that you do. In all that you do. Listen to me. If you're not joyful in your life right now, let me encourage you, start serving. Start serving and watch the joy come through your life. If you, if you are not serving in some capacity, I'm gonna be really honest, I'm not trying to be mean to you. If you're not serving people around you, man, you're living a, self, a selfish life because you make it all about you and you want people to serve you. And if you say things like, I just don't have time, it's just a calendar issue. Listen, it's not a calendar issue. Not serving is a heart issue. And it's really sad. And let me tell you why it's really sad because you are missing out on all the benefits and the blessings and the joy that God wants to give to you and bring to you if you'll just serve him. And so I know what Sam is saying. I don't have nothing to offer. I'm really not gifted. I don't have talents. I can't sing. I can't speak. I can't preach. I can't teach. It's not about all that. There's so many opportunities here at Better Life Church. So many opportunities for you to use your gifts and listen to me. And if there are no opportunities, we will create opportunities. Why? Because we want you to be part of the family. And we want you to use your gifts to serve the people around you. Another thing is, is I need to use my gifts to really help other people. Peter writes in 1 Peter chapter four, it says, God has given each of us some spiritual, some special abilities. Be sure to use them to help other people, passing on to others God's many kinds of blessing. Watch this. God has given you a special ability. Yes, where people are born with talents and people are born with skills. I get that. But the moment you got saved, God gave you a spiritual gift. And he wants you to use that spiritual gift to edify, to build up the family, the body, the local church you're a part of. In fact, I said this last week. If this is a place that you don't feel like you can use your gifts or talents, please go find you a church, a local church. There's there's great churches all over our region. And they may need you to use their gifts. Go find a church and use your gifts there. Like that's how important this is. And whether if you can't find the place here, if this is not the place that you wanna raise your family in and put your roots down in, Listen, there are churches everywhere. Please go find one. It's the benefits for you. It's, it's about you. Listen, it's not about us. It's about finding your place and using your gifts. And God will bless you through that. I promise you, he will bless you in, other, in many other great ways. Here's the second thing if you're taking notes. If you're not serving, let me tell you another benefit. It will improve your relationships. In fact, it will improve my relationships. When I begin to serve God through the local church, through the spiritual family he's given me, it will improve relationships all around me. Listen, if you have relationship problems, that anybody have relationship problems, right? People do. The root of relationship problems, you ready for this? Listen to me, married couples, you're gonna say amen here, but the root to relationship problems, watch this, is self-centeredness. When I'm selfish, it affects all the relationships around me. And when I begin to serve, it breaks down the, the selfishness in my heart. And that's what I want for you. I want you to live a self-centered life. I want you to be used greatly by the Lord and impact the people around you. So how do I learn to be unselfish? Well, copy Jesus. If you wanna be unselfish, copy Jesus. And what does it say in Matthew 20, 28? Your attitude must be like my own, Jesus says. Be like my own. For I did not come to be served, but to be a servant. You wanna live an a, 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 a unselfish life? Watch us become more like Jesus. Copy Jesus. And what did he do? He didn't come to be served. He didn't come to be a consumer. 
He come to be a servant and use his gifts to minister to a dying, broken world. And listen, God wants the same thing in your life. He wants you to use your gifts that he's given you to serve people, wear that 10 out of pen, you know, wipe down the seat, hang out with children and teach them about Jesus and change the diaper or parking lot, be on a prayer team and pray for people, write cards and say thank you for coming, go to the next step area and say let us help you take your next step in following Jesus. Listen, there's so many opportunities for you to use your gift in the family of God, for you to become like Jesus. And I I'm really, I'm really believe this, that when you serve God through the local church, watch as he gets glory, glory is in the church, you get filled, you get full of joy, and it starts to magnify your relationships. There's nothing like serving along with someone beside you. Some of you all, watch this, the best friends that you're looking for are right here already serving. They're already serving. You would not believe the relationships that people who serve with each other, how they've become best friends and they're best friends and, listen, and then become into a life group together and this life group now goes on vacations together and they do things together, why? Because they found their family in their spiritual family. And listen, I want that for you. And one of the best ways to do to build those relationships is to jump in and begin to serve with one another. In fact, if you want more friends, if you want more love and more respect, start serving. Paul writes in Romans, if you serve Christ in this way, watch this, you'll please God and you'll be respected by people. The more I bless others, the more God blesses me. The more I serve others, the more God honors me. It's the principle of sowing and reaping. Listen, don't show up and don't sow. Sow your talent, sow your gift. Sow into the next generation we talked about last week. Sow into the next generation where they're raised up. So maybe you can't serve on Sunday, but what about Wednesday at our youth? We have an amazing youth ministry. We have so many students that are giving their life to Jesus. I mean, we've seen so many last year give life to Jesus. We have an amazing college night that we do every, every semester, at least once a month, that we see tons, a couple hundred college students come and they, they come and listen about Jesus. They give their life to Jesus. I'm telling you, so many opportunities that you get to use your gift and pour into the next generation. Like, don't you wanna be part of that? Now, watch this. Could you imagine the thousands of plus people who call Better Life Church their home church. They call it their home church, but they're disconnected. They'll attend, they'll show up, you'll jump online every now and then, pop in, listen to the message, and we're glad. We're so thankful you do that. But imagine if a thousand plus people would come together as a spiritual family, like we talked about last week, and they begin to use their gifts to serve their cities and the people around them through the church. Could you imagine? Listen, we could transform an entire region. So if you're God and you know that, what is he gonna say? I want you to be part of the family. I want you to come home because there's no place like home. And everywhere there's a home and there's a family, there's things we do. We have responsibility. And as a believer in Christ Jesus, you are responsible to use your gift to serve God in the local church, the local family he's put you in, and to serve the people around you. Here's the third point. It will make my life meaningful. You want meaning and purpose in your life? Serve. You want your life to count and matter? Serve. Because meaning in life doesn't come from success or status or what you have. That might open doors for you. It may make life a little easier for you. It may even save you some time. But listen to me, it will never give you meaning. So many people say this who make it to the top, they're still lacking purpose, they still lacking meaning. And you know what meaning comes from? Meaning comes from ministry. 
And when you minister to people around you, your life has value, has purpose, has a meaning. And you get to give that back to the people. I love what Mark writes. He says, if you try to keep your life for your sake, you'll lose it. But if you'll give it up your life for my sake, the sake of the good news, you'll find true life. You'll find the purpose and the meaning when you give your life up for me and say, Jesus, I'm gonna serve you. I'm gonna live for you. My whole life is for you. And Jesus says, in those moments, you will find the meaning and purpose for your life. I may not know specifically the specific God's will for your life, but I will tell you this. If you've given your life to Jesus, it is God's will for you to find a local spiritual family, church, that you could get plugged in. It is God's will for you to use your gifts in the family. In fact, Paul writes that we're like a body and everyone has different parts. And when the body works together, the health of the body, the body grows. And God wants to grow his family. And here's the crazy thing. God wants to use you to do it. Will you allow him to do that? Will you surrender your life and don't live a selfish life and surrender your life and say, God, I trust you. And I may not have what he has or she says or she has in all these different towns, but the, what I do have, God, I give to you. And God could take you a little and make a major impact in the people around you. So knowing that, what should your attitude be? Knowing that God wants to use you, what should your attitude be? Listen to what Paul writes. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. Do you see that? Always give yourself fully, not partially, not half, fully to the Lord because you know that your work in the Lord is never wasted. What is he saying? Don't go half-hearted into this. We say this all the time. We don't play church. We're gonna be the church. Don't show up half-heartedly. We're gonna come here expecting God to speak to us. We're gonna come here expecting God wants to change something in our life. We're gonna come in here expecting we got a next step to take. You never arrive when it comes to following Jesus. We're gonna come in here and we're gonna leave it all on the table, right? As coach would say, leave it all on the court. Leave it all on the playing field. We're not gonna come here. We're gonna give it our very best because God is worthy of our excellence. Every time we come here, we're gonna give our very best in kids, very best at youth, very best at college. We're gonna give our very best in serving you. We're gonna be very best and welcome you when you come in here and show up. Why? Because God is worthy of our best. We are not gonna be half-hearted. And so when we come here, so many people come in flippantly. Let's just go to church so we could check it off. Let's just go and maybe get brownie points with God. That is not how that works. When you come, we come with the full expectation, full heart, all in, all chips pushed in, all of our energy, all of everything we can, our passion, our excitement, our expectation, because we believe that God is gonna show up and do something great. We believe that every single week when we show up, God's gonna heal a marriage, break an addiction, save someone, bring someone home. We believe that, so we give him our very best. Join us, come home, be part of the family that God wants you to be and has called you to be. He's given you an unbelievable spiritual family here. Listen, we are not perfect. If you're perfect and you show up, we'll mess you up. But we do love Jesus and we believe that the best is yet to come. And if you'll come along in this journey with us, we're gonna do everything in our power to help you follow Jesus, which means we're gonna minister to you, serve you so you can experience a better life. That's what we want for you. And so when here are some benefits for you. Yes, there's joy in serving. Yes, you improve your relationships to the people around you when you serve. Yes, you'll find meaning and you'll find purpose. And lastly, and this is a big one, you'll leave a legacy. You'll leave a legacy. You've heard me say this over and over and over and over and over. If Better Life Church stopped existing today, would we've ever made an impact? Would people even notice? 
when people even realize we're even gone. And we've said this since day one, that if we ever move better life out of the city, out of the region, that it was such an impact in people's lives that they would beg us, please stay. Now I know that's kind of an odd, if you think about it, scenario or thought, but here's what I mean by that. Does anybody know we're even here? Are we making a difference in our workplaces, in our schools, in our city, in our region, that people see the impact of Better Life Church? I've said this over and over and over to teenagers. I said this over and over to you. When God calls you home or you leave, can you look back on your life and say, God used me to make that place a little bit better? the impact that I have, the legacy that I have, because here's the sad thing, and this is sad, but the reality. Within two or three generations past you, you're forgotten. The reality is most people are never gonna remember you ever again. You got one shot at life. You got one shot to make an impact. One shot to use your influence. Maybe God gives you 60, 70, 80 years. Maybe he gives you 20, 30, 40, maybe even less. What are you gonna do with the years that he's given you? What are you gonna do with the impact that he's provided that's inside of you? You may be forgotten in two or three generations. They may ever not remember you anymore. After two greats, I don't even know who, what's your family tree? But you will always have a legacy, a spiritual legacy in heaven. The impact you made will live on for generations and generations to come. That's why we are all about reaching the next generation so that we'll pass the mantle on and so they'll continue to pass the mantle on. They'll continue to pass the mantle on. They'll continue to pass. And so generate. And so what you do today and how you serve God today will impact people for generations to come. And though they may have forgot who you are, God will never forget who you are. And the impact will be on forever and ever and ever. Proverbs says, good people will be remembered as a blessing. What do you want to be remembered for? Everyone wants to make their life count. Everyone wants to do something great with your life. How do you become great? Listen, what Matthew says. If you wanna be great, you must be the servant of all others. You wanna leave an impact? You wanna leave a legacy? You wanna be great? You wanna impact the next generation that impacts the next generation? You wanna see heaven crowded, hell less crowded? Serve. Find your spiritual family get plugged in and serve. Use your gifts. Listen to me. It's not how long you live that matters. Not how long you live that matters. It's how you live that matters. Let's be the people of God, the family of God, that are servants of God. Everyone around us, and let's make that difference. It's not the duration of your life. It's the donation of your life that you leave, that you give, to the people behind you. Come on, it's time to come home. It's time to start serving. What are you waiting for? I'm gonna ask if you would just to bow your heads just for a moment, wherever you're located. And I really believe that the Lord's used this message to speak into your life. I really believe that he's gonna use it to stir an affection for the family of God. For those of you who are already serving, to encourage you and lift your spirits to realize that you're making an impact and a difference for the kingdom. I really believe he's using you in an unbelievable way. I know he's using you. I hear the stories over and over and over. Even if you don't hear the stories, I promise you, God is using you and you will be rewarded 
For some of you, you've been on the sidelines way too long. Come home, get in the game. It's time to jump in. It's time to start using your gifts. Some of you used to serve, you haven't served in a long time. What are you waiting on? Time to start serving. You remember the joy, the impact that God used you greatly? Come on, let's go. Some of you, it's your very first time, first Sunday you're here, first time you joined and popped in, you're like, man, what's going on here? Listen, if you wanna call this place your home church, we'd love for you to come home. We wanna let you understand we're part of a family. Every family has responsibilities. Use your gifts and your talents. Your next step will be life track. You can go to any of our next step area and sign up for life track. We'd love for you to sign up for life track. And maybe lastly, you're joining us and your next step is to give your life to Jesus, the one who created you to serve, the one who's gifted you to serve. Will you give your life to Jesus today? The Bible says if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we'll be saved. So why don't you give your life to Jesus? Right where you sit, you could cry out to him, say, Jesus, I believe. I believe you came for me, I believe you died for me, and I believe you got up out of the grave for me. And today, as best as I know how, I give my life to you. I must surrender my life to you. Now help me serve you for the rest of my life. Listen, I believe God wants to use you greatly. In fact, just in a moment, host is gonna come out and they're gonna share with you what your next steps are. Come on, would you pray with me? Father, thank you so much for your love and your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your gift of salvation. Thank you for all of us who are saved, have been called to serve. God, I pray that this is the year of homecoming, that you'll begin to bring people home. And as they come home, Lord, they find their place, their family, their spiritual family. They build their relationships. They increase their joy. <laughs> they find meaning and purpose in life. And God, we know that you will use them to create an unbelievable legacy. God, that will live on longer than us, that Bear Life Church will be here longer than us, and that will impact our kids, 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 and for generations to come, the charter group here that launched this church in the region, God, will, be, will impact eternity for so many generations. God, we thank you in advance for everyone who's gonna jump in and serve. God, I can't wait to see what you're gonna do and through your people. We love you, Jesus. It's your name we ask and we pray. Amen.